record. Never yours, I remain. You the reason bitches start fucking with bitches when they change. You the reason bitches start calling y'all bitches cause y'all useless. You the reason Harvey Weinstein had to see his conclusion. You the reason R. Kelly can't recognize that he's abusive. Man, shut the fuck up, we all know you still playing this music. Said I'm tired of these emotional ass, ungrateful ass bitches. Fake innocent, fake feminist. Stop pretending, y'all sentiments ain't really then what you defending. It's a split decision. Like you and real victims. Let's talk the truth. Women in general just can't get along. When Tosh got a man, you didn't pick up the phone. When they got a job, you said you stay at home. Why RB bitches don't feature on each other's songs? What the fuck is you talking about? Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> I'm, I'm an advocate of all women's uh, equalities and rights, and I don't believe they do anything wrong ever. Thank you, sir. Boom! Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 12 of Your Girl's Crusty Foot. It is indeed. With myself, Yui. Myself, Mr. T. Chi-chi-chi! <laughs> so, today we're going to mix up our show. We're going to go with a new format. We're gonna do things different, you know. Yeah, we yeah we um, we're changing up the format, so yeah, but enjoy. <laughs> You'll love it. Shout out to our sponsors; <clears throat> they've given us a new drink for today. Shout out to the sponsors. Listen, I'm gonna put something out there from Jump. If you're a Tottenham fan, turn just turn off right now. <laughs> this is not for you. We don't need your energy. We don't want your comments. We don't want nothing to do with you. Your your, your manager's a devil worshiper. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. All my Arsenal fans, listen. Hold your head. Listen, it's not over yet. These men are still blowing on Saturday. It's on Sunday, whatever day they're blowing Norwich. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. There's not trauma for anything through the nation right now. It's, it's, it's not even like, it's, it's not even a, a light ordeal. Okay. Yeah, suffering right now. No, I, I, I've been seeing. Yeah, I've been seeing. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're 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 kind of alright, but you know I've been seeing your tr- your your trauma. Well, you're a Liverpool <laughs> fan, ain't you? So like, you're not really like, um, bro. You man don't even count. You're say you're a Man United fan or Liverpool fan in London. You just don't count. Like, oh, man. your happiness boo, boo. means nothing. Boo, boo. Your tears mean nothing. Boo, it's boo. like it's just all. I've been a Liverpool fan since birth. Boo, since boo. birth. Since birth. Since you can't since support another team in my house. My dad's a Liverpool birth. fan. There's no other team you can support that in my is, house. Right, that is the point. All your brothers are Liverpool everyone. fans still. No one. You, my mum's everyone. I feel like they're, they're like real Liverpool fans though. Your brother <laughs> will troll me consistently. <laughs> but like, where you're a little bit like, I don't mind you because you don't really like. Yeah, I don't, I don't really get into yeah, that you're not whole too, football. Too, you're not yeah, too invested. Not too invested. But I'm a heart. I'm a diehard Liverpool fan. Always have been. I don't know about diehard. Diehard. Yeah, yeah. Diehard. You know yeah. what I mean? Wait, wait, when you're doing well, we hear you support No, 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 no. Throughout the times when we weren't doing well, like I was one of the ones that, oh, we're here, we're here, but we're still a Liverpool fan, you know? Okay. London. What, um, all right, can I talk you a quick Liverpool fan piece of trivia? What years, between your years, did Phil Babb play for your club? If you supported you lot during the hard times and good times, between what years did Phil I'm Babb play for your club i'm not a football enthusiast <laughs> See, that, you know what no, i mean you can't really you feel apart already you can't my, really say that to ask me those on, questions my mic don't really feel like it's Boy, on. your mic's on though okay good i can hear you but maybe talk directly to the mic no it's not even like you know you can usually hear like it a lot stronger in the headphones still 
Maybe I'll turn your headphones up. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm not a football enthusiast like that. So you can't ask me those kind of questions. That's that's know? why that's why I don't mind you in it. Exactly. Now Liverpool are flying and you lot got a lot of mouth again. But I still like, don't give yeah, the mouth. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly, not a exactly, football that's enthusiast. Why, yeah, like exactly. That. exactly. That's, why, that's why I give you full credit and support. Like, <laughs> I don't mind you. I don't like I don't like your siblings. <laughs> One FA is not no, that FA, much. No, I, not, I, I, was was trying not, I was trying not to single Owen out. Like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? Now, like, Owen's a football fan. Yeah, know? yeah. I don't Even mind. my dad will sit down and watch football all day long. Yeah, man. But me, I was like, nah, 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 nah. That's not for me. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, should we keep? What should we start with? Should we keep it light or should we go into the heavy stuff? I, I believe we we done a lot of pre pre show um gaming. No, what? Yeah, pre show gaming. What? Sure that, that's the thing. Pre-show gaming. What? what, is, what? <laughs> yeah. All right, go. What, what was your point? <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Just, this just deep dive. This what? What is pre-show gaming? Like pre-show gaming before the show is when you you know you talk tactics, you talk how the show is gonna go. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going with it. <laughs> I don't even understand. Like anything that happened, I just don't understand that. No. All right, go on. Um, say your point and then let's see if I was I was going with um, the same thing. Planning, I'll say a lot of pre-show planning. So that's that's what pre-show gaming is, man. It's just I feel like there's so many things wrong with the, the, your uses of words, <laughs> like gaming. Like yeah. what? <laughs> like even oh, you, are not, you are not a football fan, are you? Like, <laughs> really not. I um yeah, I don't know. It's nothing to do with football, yeah. As in, if I'm in the office, yeah, right. and where about to plan something called blah 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 you could say yeah you've done some some pre-show gaming i don't know pre-show like, gaming what what anyway how are on. you employed <laughs> god have mercy jesus bread i i hope they don't well, I hope your employees don't watch this show i hope you're a lot sharper on a monday morning <laughs> pre-show oh gaming. man i'm very sharp bro come on i'm sure the viewers the viewers will be like yeah i get it Oh, straight away if anyone if anyone yeah. relates to that term Ooh. please let us know in the comments I please please you know what I mean because I know I'm winning this okay okay anyway so yeah obsequiously you said you were gone you were talking about our pre-show planning oh yeah yeah we've done a lot of pre-show planning like so how we were going to start the show like the format is going to run it so cool. we know we know what's going to come first right we know what's coming in I don't know is it Entertainment news. <laughs> news entertainment. And this is where you can do your editing thing and you can see like a big collage come across here like dun, 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 dun. And all the Spotify and Apple listeners are like, oh man. Oh, oh man, we missed <laughs> it. Yeah. So in this week's news entertainment, we're gonna start off with, as we started off with football, oh, Prince oh, William. I, I don't wanna be that guy again. But news and entertainment. It's not just news entertainment, is it? That's not that's not a term. Did I say news and entertainment? Huh? Did I say you just didn't hear the and? Ah, uh, no, I didn't. I, I said didn't. news and entertainment. Ah, okay, sorry. I'll probably, I'll probably watch it back <laughs> if you're stupid. Go on. Prince William and the National Anthem. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, that was the FA Cup game, final. Yeah. Yeah, your scousers, yeah. Yeah. Um, What's that about? Well, they booed him, didn't they? They booed him. <laughs> <laughs> they booed him in the national anthem. Um, to be fair, there's nothing not to not boo him about. 
Yeah, he's had a bad time and he went to the Caribbean and just got like just yeah, they just tore him apart. Yeah. If I wanted apologies and reparations, he weren't prepared for that. Oh like, yeah. you not didn't put Harry under this kind of pressure when he came in. <laughs> Harry was on the beach whining with Gallim and all sorts, like <laughs> Yeah, nah, William got a different kind of reception. Yeah, our royal family is really on the uh, downturn in this country and, and, and in future, once the Queen dies. Yeah! Like because if you think about it, William is, okay, so we've still got Charles and then William's like the next great hope. But if he's getting booed already at this level... <laughs> yeah, I think, um, well, as a Liverpool fan, I guess you can give us more insight into the socialist <laughs> beliefs of the Liverpool fans and their anti-systemic um, <laughs> um, leanings. I don't know whether it's like I feel like everything kind of stems from Hillsborough with Liverpool fans, like, but they are definitely um definitely more on the um anti-systemic side. Um and you know, all power to him, man. All power to him. Let's let's all just start booing Royals and boo the national anthem until the national anthem and the Royals actually represent us. <laughs> Which will be never. Well, yeah, exactly. So, so yeah. bye bye. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure the tourist money they're bringing in has made its way to my my pocket. So, I've got no invested interest in them like that. Mm. Oh, I've got zero interest in them. Yeah, but I think it was like um, I didn't see the, all the fallout from it, but I imagine like I would have liked to see like GMTV and them things the next morning because obviously they got to be very like pro royal. Like, oh my god, what's oh it was um appalling scenes and um. Oh, we hate to see that kind of thing and all this kind of talk without nah, really nah, addressing, nah. like, why, why? Why are we booing? That's but they never do, though. They um, nev- well, they do sometimes, to be fair. Yeah. I've seen, you know, I've seen them actually bring on, oh, even, like, little people like ZZ Mills onto their show. Oh, they had ZZ on them? Yeah, they had ZZ Remember on. there's a phase when, listen, remember there's a phase when, like, every time I turn the GMTV, I feel like maybe during COVID, Mm-mm. there was, like, it was one like, black face on there. Yeah, it was yeah. like, like Sideman. Yeah, it was like you know blackface. It's not even like not even like they pulled out what's his name, my man from Twelve Years a Slave, that kind of um uh, number two Chitwell. all the way around Chitwell. black man. No, nah, I went like the number two all the way around black man. It was like real real from the ends black man. I was turning on there and seeing like one you in a hoodie, I can't remember his name, he's on some kind of anti knife thing, but I feel like he was hustling. Um <laughs> They say ZZ, Big Nasty, which is up there all the time. That was a Piers Morgan era. It was, it yeah, was, it yeah. was, yeah. Piers was definitely like, I don't know, man. It's a weird thing, Piers. It's, it was kind of down with the hood, but obviously... Very racist at the same time. Was it racist? Or was it just like, just... How many men do you know who have caught feelings for a lighty and <laughs> the attitude has just gone downhill when it's not worked out for him? It's not like it's an uncommon thing. <laughs> so is he really racist or did he just get caught in a lighty trap and then storm off his own show? Like, that's what that's what lighties will do to you. Beware. Morning wisdom. Oh, right. Beware. Are you having we a got, shot? Yeah, Boom. We're going to get into this early today. Okay. We got, Why not? We got a new bottle from our sponsors, Royale, 24 Royale. Oh, wow. Live on air, yeah? Live on air. All right, cool. But I just want it to be up in your... Yeah, you know what, bro? Like I said, I feel like it's not really, like, catching. You're talking... I'm right here by the mic. But anyway, let's get this forward. All right, while you do that, I'm going to pour the liquor. Yo. Now I've got... I've got to leave... Now I've got to reach up like a short man. Like... 
live on air. Boo! Alright, child of openness about busting it all over the table. Mm. I've got that. Yeah, it's a hard bottle. Is this, the, is this a yeah, full-out thing? The or boys like were having problems thing? with it on the, on the weekend. It's a, it's a, it's a twisting. All right, my hands are sweaty. So, 24 Royale, exotic infusion, premium liqueur. You're going to read the bottle of the rope with it? Mm. What's, um, what's the, what's the flavours? I was about to read that, and then you're like, "Are you gonna read the bottle?" <laughs> oh, you're you getting all around. He's getting all around the bottle at 24k. 24k. So it's a luxurious, refreshing blend of some of the world's most exotic fruit juices, such as exotic orange, passion fruit, mango, and vodka. Okay, interesting. So passion fruit, mango, vodka. Passion fruit, mango, vodka. That is it. That is the it. other one was a rum, wasn't it? Yeah, the other one was a rum. Yeah, boy. Aye, that's that's brought me some good nights. Big up, big up, <laughs> big up yourself again, fam. I don't, um, I don't drink. You don't drink. I don't drink. Oh, you're drinking this morning, man. Get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't drink Excuse alcohol. Me, I said I'm not gonna swear on here because we got like a lot of young viewers and people's kids. Yeah, I Take don't drink shot. alcohol. Aye, it's your it's your bedroom thing as well, you know. <laughs> Come, man. Aye, big up to um, bam, oh, bam. Don't do that shit. Don't do that Hollywood. Hollywood. <laughs> take sniff Nah, take your shot, bro. I don't drink alcohol, bro. You do? I've seen you drink alcohol. Two, three years ago. I've not drank alcohol in Did you not over drink alcohol last time we had like... Um, no. I poured you two to drink. Uh, you're, you're a real sucker. That's, I don't ooh. drink alcohol. Ask anyone. Ooh. Yeah. Did, Come I've on. seen you drink alcohol. Three years ago. It was okay. the last time I drank alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, this is very flavorlicious. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Uh, the boys had it on the weekend and they were enjoying it. We're mm. out. Hmm. Mm. All right, okay. let's get let's get on with the show. Kendrick Lamar album, Goat or not? Is Kendrick? All right. So, how did you feel about the album? I enjoyed it okay. when I listen. So, okay, so I played the album through my headphones, mm. AirPods Pro, and it was fire. Like. I don't know. It was, I was hearing. It. Normally, sometimes it takes me a while to understand where Kendrick's going. Mm. Yeah, and but with this, it was just. Did you listen to every track on the album? Not yet. Hmm. Okay. How many? How many have we listened to? Uh, about eight or nine. All right. So like, the first time I heard it, it was like I heard the first couple of tracks. I thought, oh, this reminds me of like Good Kid, Man City. I don't know, like just that kind of vibey thing about it it weren't like it weren't too artistic the first few tracks and then the next few I heard were like whoa <laughs> where's the beat is he, is he rapping is this spoken word mm. um when I first heard like the, the like more kind of artistic ones I was like nah I was sitting in my yard I weren't in the space for it when I actually I heard finished, it though. huh I finished what I was saying oh though. shit sorry. sorry oh shit because God, lad. in my headphones mm-hmm I was truly enjoying it. Yeah? That's mm. where I was getting to. And then it switched. I got in my car and it switched to my car speakers and the surround sound, yeah? Right. And driving down, I wasn't enjoying it as I was close, as it was close within me, if that makes sense. Fucking <laughs> Blowing my mind. <laughs> All right, cool. So it's like when it was close in my head and it was like in the headphones, 
I was truly enjoying it. The spoken word, as you were about to say, the spoken mm. word parts, like I could hear every word. But in the car, in a loudspeaker... When I was nine years old, I was confused. What your mother <laughs> In the speaker, it was, it was losing a bit of its oomph yeah. for me. Um, but, yeah, go on, Cass, sorry. You know what, like, I posted a, a question on my Facebook, and I said, obviously after the video dropped for the first single, yeah. and everyone's like, oh my God, Kendrick is a goat! Oh my God, genius, genius, genius! Mm. After that, my post saying, saying, like, after you listen to the album, is he still the goat? Um, the reason I posted that is because there is some people who believe music is for entertainment, mm -hmm. whereas mm -hmm. some people lean towards wars, they want edification. Mm -hmm. So those who want the entertainment, like your, you know, you want your Drake party tunes and yeah. that, they're going to put that on and I be think. like, Ugh, <laughs> the hell's going on? So when I posted the question, someone responded like, um, I'm not going to throw your name out there, but like um, OG in the hip hop scene, and he responded and he was like, um, um, people, some, some to the online of like stupid people ain't gonna get, but like intelligent people are gonna get the album. Kind of along them lines. And I kind of feel like that's what a lot of people kind of bought into. I feel like a lot of people didn't like the album as much as they say they did, but they feel pressured to say they liked it. Mm. It's kind of one of the things where like, if you don't like it, you might look like an airhead. <laughs> like, oh my god oh, is, is it beyond you but I think I for me it was a lot simpler than good the, the, the other album Pimp a Butterfly yeah. yeah it was it because so I don't I don't fully get that statement because I don't fully say that statement's correct because you don't have to be fully intelligent to get this album but if you do like entertainment and you like something to make you dance simply as music then that's, that doesn't mean you're an, an airhead as such. That just means you like music for different reasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah, uh, this album, if you say you don't like it, I don't think it means you're not a, you know, you're you're leaning towards our, I'm not on the intelligent side. You just might not like the album. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that's the case. But do you think like people might feel like if they don't say they like it, it's like Black Panther when it came out. It almost like, Oh yeah, we love it. And then like six months later, some people are like, mm, I ain't like it that much. <laughs> like I kind of feel it's that kind of thing where the huge social overwhelming impetus is to say, I love the album. It's artistically deep. This is what music is. Da 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 da, -da levels. But hasn't been that been Kendrick throughout the whole of his well, career? Well, kind of, yeah. So a lot of people kind of like, everyone was on the Kendrick thing. Like Pimple Butterfly. Mm. When it came out, everyone loved it for the first week. <laughs> and then, like, after a couple of weeks, it was like, did you play it again? <laughs> like, nah, nah, not since the first time. So it's the same thing where everyone was kind of like, you have to love Kendrick. You mm. have to. Or you're, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and then we really get down to it. Like, as much as people want that edification, a lot of time when you put music on, you just want to be entertained. Mm -hmm. You just want something to, to vibe to kind of thing. Exactly. It's like... It's like the comparison of why a lot of people watch reality TV and not documentaries. Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll try to push that in there. I'll try to do that. Uh, but yeah, Some people yeah. like to watch things to be entertained and not oh, God, <laughs> to yeah. be sitting there and be educated. It's the, it's the same thing. God, you, oh, God. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. No, nah, yeah, you absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. Why yeah. did that hurt your soul so much? <laughs> <laughs> Cause I'm very vocal in my criticism. <laughs> like for me, 
Oh God, I, I just can't. St- How you sit there and watch reality show after reality show after reality show just blows my mind. I'm not gonna lie. You know when sometimes you, like for me, I might be around someone's house and it's on, mm. and like and I'm like, oh, oh, she dating that one then. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, what happened there? You start yeah, getting into it. Yeah, yeah. I pull myself out. <laughs> like, no, I'm better than that. But um. Yeah, no, you're right, you know. Are you right? Some people obviously don't mean like you're smart or dumb, it just means like some people want to be entertained. That's some it. people like That's it. you've had a heavy day, you might not want to come home and have some more heavy stuff. You might just want like entertainment or whatever, maybe. But saying that right, so if just in a small comparison, when I heard the last Drake up, mm. I wasn't impressed and I had a big So we are I basically putting issue. like the v- v- comparison big we're kind of making like Drake reality TV and Kendrick documentary. <laughs> That's what we're saying. That's a uh, what? Well, let's you go with it. it. Let's what I'm saying, Drake is kind of manufactured. Obviously, some songs are written. It's kind of like put together for your okay. entertainment purposes. All right. He is not necessarily a rapper artistic. That's, he is someone I, I like who delivers that. So for me songs. personally, okay. So if we if we're doing that, Drake's reality TV, Kendrick is documentaries, mm. and J Cole I like for that, me, I like that. J Cole for me is written shows. J Cole is what written shows. That's okay. So like. Uh, yeah, I'll say J. Cole's a well-written show. Yeah, like, a well-written show, like The Wire. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's it. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm like saying. That, yeah. So, like, yeah, that's how I would... So, anyway, going back to Drake's last album, I wasn't impressed because I thought, why is this guy still talking about the same things as he did technically in his first, second, third album? Mm. And then I had the argument back to say, well, Drake makes music for entertainment so the things that he's talking about are things that people want to be entertained by yeah. right so it i i didn't really like that album yeah okay cool you hear it in a party you hear you know you hear it in a car bump you can you can bump to tunes because drake's bubbly yeah mm. so i didn't really like that album in the contrast to kendrick album the shit he was talking about was some not re- really relatable to me because one I haven't got daddy issues. I've got my dad around. You know, there's certain there's certain trauma and certain trauma that they have from where he's from and, you know, going back and certain things don't relate to me. Mm. But just by him expressing it and just being vulnerable and being able to express a different perspective on actual life rather than the Drake spew of bitches and entertainment, yeah, was just so entertaining to me. You see where I'm coming from? So... It's a risk not many people can afford to take. Definitely. When we talk about um, but money kind of ruining artistry is cause like they say you 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 don't want to miss so a lot of time. Even if you had like the most conceptual album in mind, when it comes to releasing it, label pressure, and then people's feedback, you might be like, oh shit, I'll put put some more club bangers on mm. there or whatever, whatever. So it's kind of like roll out the album he did. To me, it's almost like three different albums in one. There's some tracks where I'm like, okay, this is a little bit vibesy. Mm-hmm. And there's some where it's like, oh, okay, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to light my cigar and put my feet up and listen. Like, so, um, <clears throat> um, in terms of the growth thing, that's, that's another big thing. I mean, what I kind of noticed from the 90s rappers was like, yeah, people like Mob Deep where you might be saying the same thing like 20 years later. Mm. And it's like, okay. You've grown up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where it's like obviously Jay Z could kind of like elevate more mm. in his music, mm-hmm. so he kind of grew with his audience. Yes. Um, Drake, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't think, I don't. It's hard to really say that because um, I guess what Drake kind of appeals to is timeless in a sense. People are always gonna want to 
Yeah, there's always going to be 20 euros. Well, it's <laughs> not even just that. It's um, I I'll be honest. I didn't really listen to the album like that. I okay. was I thought it's not even a Drake album I've listened to and played back again in full. Mm. To me, I don't like Drake albums. I think there's some good singles on there, but oh, I do. I remember, bro. Do you remember when we went to um? Wireless, wireless festival <laughs> i was so disgusted like drake came on so stage we went to wireless festival me and t yeah all the man them drake come on stage yeah when i say the whole crowd me all the boys going mad gigs trini's looking at us that me and jensen i'll, I'll definitely i'll do i'll give jensen his dudes as well me and jensen looked at each other <laughs> these can i say like you know what it was <laughs> Let me just give you some context to it, right? <laughs> so on the smaller stages earlier, you have Public Enemy, Ghostface and Raekwon. So we're going to see that. And I was like, yo, like, as a man, you're not going to be like, ah! Like, it's like, yeah, boom. That's, that's my people, them, yeah, happy. Drake, came, went, ah, Drake, ah. Came, Drake came on the main stage. Tease niggas, I swear. <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> I want to show you. Like, their heels didn't touch the ground. <laughs> they literally, like, fairy stepped. Like, oh, my God. Oh, me and Jay looked at each other like, what the fuck is going on? Like, niggas <laughs> like, oh, the look, the smiles in their faces were. Oh, God. So, yeah, yeah, like, oh, I was, that was, I was, I was astonished. And, like, Disgusted, that's what uh, you yeah, were. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I was, I was. So, yeah. You've never been a Drake fan. No, nah, I never really, like I say, I think he's a good artist and whatnot, but when I listen to the album, it was always kind of staggered that like, people kind of perpetuated it because it's like, what about future? is it even a rap album? Is what about it? Future? Um, do you like Future? I do, but again, I've not listened to a whole Future album or whatever, like I wouldn't play an album back to back because okay. it's just like a lot of, some good party tracks and whatnot, but it's mm. not like, it's not like a body of music to me where I'm like, ah, oh, well, Kendrick is like a journey of body I've music. I've never, uh, you know already, yeah. I've never got future. Till, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to yeah. go down that road. But yeah, I, I still, yeah. So future for me, I like his tracks now. At first I didn't. Yeah. Um, I like some tracks now, but I've never listened to a full future album. Yeah, it's like, it don't feel like it's supposed to be listened to as an album. Before, don't like, understand just, half the words he's saying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like literally for being on drugs in a club. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Drugs that he doesn't actually do himself. Oh no, that is the biggest Libby of them all. Like biggest Libby. Uh, excuse me. He started this whole trend. He started this whole trend. Got all you lot popping perkies. All of them. All you lot popping perkies, and he don't even and take them himself. Exactly. But when I look at that little baby in them, sometimes, bro, mm. like it's like he just looks like he's twitchy. Like you can <laughs> see the perks in him. Like he's giving the interview. He's like this. You're like, whoa. He he does not look well. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> I see little baby in Nigeria. He's in Nigeria right now. Oh, for real! Right, uh, riding through the streets with Davido. He's got a track with the, Davido. The baby or little baby? That da baby. I'm, I'm gonna kill him. Fucking presenter, fucking up. The baby, yeah, different artist. The bar, yeah. Who you, you said the baby, right? No, it's li little baby. Oh, you said little baby. I feel like I said little baby. Maybe I I thought, I'm, I'm sure you said the baby. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Shout I said little baby. Shout out 24k <laughs> but yeah, so okay, little baby twitches. Yeah, yeah. You've not seen him like mad twitching in his oh, Maybe the baby twitches too. No? Nah, <laughs> okay. nah, he's, nah, not, he's, not, a nah, he's nah, not a perky. He's not a twitchy kind of guy. Alright, no, nah, I've not really seen him in it. I've not see another that's another artist that Yeah. Oh see, I would listen to a little baby album. Okay, I've, like, I've never listened to a full little baby I album. I might not listen to it like like I say there's not really an artist nowadays. Just because where I'm in my own 
personal like mm. as a grown man there's not like anyone I really need to hear that much from kind of thing mm. but I'm more likely to play more tracks of a little baby album than off like a um, obviously Future, Future or Drake mm. okay. um, yeah some yeah well some Kendrick albums you know up against a little baby I'm not going to go little baby okay the pimp a butterfly <laughs> to that more than once so I'll be honest fair enough speaking of Atlanta uh, the details of the YSL case now have finally been released. YSL drug wiretap case. Yeah. Okay, so what do you know about this? Well, I know that one, they're fucking still locked up. Oh, stop swearing. But yeah, they're still locked up. No bail. All right. All their money, judge is like, boy, no, sorry, you guys are flight risk. Mm. He's got the money, he's got influence. And where? Where? where if you're a young fuck, where can you go to hide? They might not. <laughs> where? Get a private jet to a non-extradition country. Simple. All right. So, as young, f- I don't. I know they're not going to do to that extreme, but he can yeah, do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, um, have you seen like so the actual evidence they got on them? I saw. I was. Um. Yeah. The, there's apparently there's like a page. How many pages? There's so many pages basically of this yeah. evidence like that's stacked up against them. No one kind of got me. And then also, apart from that, when they arrested him, mm. then they raided his house yeah, that, yeah. and they more or less found out um, uh, <laughs> this sauna, sauna shotgun, this sauna of this, they found a military military assault. Yeah, assault I think we've got seven, seven additional felony charges from the raid in his yeah. house. But um, Vinny, for the original kind of wiretap evidence, the main thing that's kind of been put out there is like him saying to um on the phone, Oh, uh, you guys are getting soft. You ain't beat him up or shot him yet. So that's is that if that's your main evidence. That's what kind of made me think, right? Maybe there's not as much good evidence as the, you'd his think. lawyer is saying he's gonna beat this, bro. If because that is, I've all the stuff is released. If that is the main compelling statement, then I could beat that. Like I mm. feel as if I was just mm. listening, I could beat that. Mm. But they're saying also. Because it's not a federal RICO case, mm. yeah, it's only a state RICO case. Mm-hmm. Mostly, if, you, if you're if you in a federal RICO case, they say no one really beats that. Yeah, no, like, no, yeah, you're no gone. one beats it. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're in a state fed, a state RICO case, that he has more chances to actually beat it. I mean, I didn't know state could do RICO before yeah, apparently, this, I'll be yeah. honest. Um, but what I kind of think it is, is a, it's just a play. It's kind of like biding time. So I'm assuming the feds are going to get involved at some point. Like, um, But the YFN lot, are mm. they they're in they're in jail for Rico as well. Why they? yeah, wife and Lucci is yeah. Yeah. No, I know wife and Lucci, but mm. he's the rest I of his gang not, of the YFN. Who, who is the rest of his gang? Like? Oh yeah, no. Well I was also while I was doing this whole YSL yeah. stuff, I know they you know, they did them before. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. They've even beefing this mm. But um I was saying we don't know the artists on wife and Lucci's oh, okay. um roster to be yeah. like, Oh, the YFN <laughs> came with now is only Lucci's really like the headline drawer. Mm. So um, I don't know. I don't know. But but then what about the... Okay, cool. He can beat the main evidence. But the fact that they found in his house that one of the guns is well, been traced back to... That's what I'm saying. So the way, for wiretap evidence, I don't think is that strong if that's mm. like the main statement. But obviously, like I said, the seven felony charges from raiding it will be more... Um, will be more damaging. Yeah. And that's what they do a lot of the time. Even though they've got like shit cause to raid, they know in that raid they can find something they're most likely to find something. Mm. You know, especially at the right time, you've got other people in the yard as well. Half the shit might not even be yours, but it's how it goes. But then with Rico, if one of them isn't 
if, for example, if one of them is found with done murder, for example, mm-hmm. don't they just get the rest of them? Um, so him as the boss of the organization, it would come down to him. Yeah, he would be on that charge. So, like, uh, so even if they <coughs> haven't got anything directly <coughs> on him right now with a wiretap, if they do find something on this twenty six of them, for example, being mm. indicted, yeah, if they do find murder, like murder on one of them, would he then? Oh yeah, go yeah, down if, for that? yeah. If, yeah. If, if one of us for murder, then yeah, they will try to stick that on him. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so he might be something, but. It's going to be hard. Yeah, I, you know what? I heard there was a lot of murders, like a lot of murders involved. Um, oh. But I've not seen like the actual statements of that. Just kind of like, just that there was a lot of bodies dropped between the two crews over this span of time. Oh. And then um, the other artist, um, was it Little Key? Oh yeah, Little Key. Yeah, yeah. he didn't die. In, um, he died, um, he had a kidney and bowel, fa- bowel failure. Yeah, yes, yes. That I lean. I, I, earlier in the week we were discussing it and I was like, oh, he got arrested with them. Did he die in prison? What happened there? But so yeah, he was out on bail, or I don't know. But I know he died in the hospital, like huh. because he they said he was um, sick in his stomach, and then he went to the hospital, and then yeah, later on he didn't come. Gunner's back. still locked up as well. Kind of, it looked like Gunner. I thought at first was just gonna walk straight out. No, Gunner. They denied bail on Gunner as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, put him down to underboss. <laughs> oh. oh wow! So yeah, Freddie Gibbs. Did you watch that video? Um, yeah, it's the second time in like the last couple of months, isn't it? Yeah. So um, I watched a video of him recently getting beat up and his chain getting snatched for... He, but he had a performance in Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a performance in Buffalo. He went to Buffalo. Um, he was eating in a restaurant and all of a sudden some guys rushed him. Yeah, it's a lot of guys, boy. <laughs> yeah, it was, was a, lot. a lot of guys, yeah. Uh, it's like, yeah you know what Who's doing? he um, actually beefing with? I forgot um, his name now. Benny the Butcher. Benny the Butcher. That's it. Yes. Who's f- actually from Buffalo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So he got he got caught slipping, but it's yeah. hard when you've got a show in, in that yeah, town. Yeah, I mean he's still done his show lumped yeah, up. Yeah, well, lumped up. He wore a ski mask. Yeah. But, like, there's yeah, a picture yeah. of him on the side. Yeah, I mean, at what age as a rapper do you stop? Like, does, is it just like enough? When you're like 40 and you're just going from city to city, getting lumped up, are you not just like? Oh, but they say rappers is like the the toughest um, job at the moment, like the most dangerous. Yeah, that's it. Being a rapper is the most dangerous yeah, job. I would definitely say so. Yeah, in, I would definitely say everywhere, so. Both UK, US, wherever. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's what, bro. You're better off doing like the J Coling, just like <laughs> yeah, just be cool yeah, right just, back everywhere, man. It's eat lentils, grow dress. Kendrick and is like that, similar as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kendrick yeah. is very much like that. You yeah. know. And he's yeah, get the jewelry, from, wears one black t-shirt. Considering like TDE is like. Everyone's kind of gang affiliated in that label. They've done well to stay out of any kind of like, mm. you know what I mean? I guess it's just, I get, but I guess it's that uh, LA kind of gang thing. They don't really, if you look at, it, if you look at LA gangsters, yeah, for me personally, when I look at pictures and images of them, they're not really the flashy type compared to the other kind of New York gangsters, if that makes sense, in terms of jewelry and all of that kind of stuff. Um, no, man, I'm saying they're flashy, but they're kind of flash. They man were like Stacey Adams and Chucks and them team. Yeah. Remember when we more kind of turn up than like more shiny shoes and gold chains mm-hmm. and, and hats and that. More kind of flossy than 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 the East Coast in a sense. But it's just different culture, different, different yeah, like exactly. way of expressing it. Yeah. But um, definitely, I feel the gangs definitely got more money um, orientated and that changed how gang banging kind of went down before. It's just like Bloods, Crips. 
now it's like some bloods where some crip sets, some crips where some blood sets. It's kind of intermingled because it's more about the money than just banging. So, mm. and obviously that's where the money brings the violence. Um, <laughs> I tried to find what you were talking about here, but I couldn't find anything. N Dub's return. Oh yeah, you ain't seen that. No. Yeah, yeah, that's, been. <laughs> yeah, that's all over all over my social a couple of days. End up are back, end up again on tour on tour. Uh, the cocaine money, the cocaine money dried up, yeah. Jeez. You know, I would, I ne- I never was a fan, so like it just I think um I think Dappy is mad talented. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. I wasn't the biggest fan, I'm not gonna lie to you. I know that I know for what for I think probably the but the guys that are about 30 years old to about 32 to up to 28, that was that dare kind of era. Okay, that's yeah. very good, very limited, <laughs> yeah. limited range. Yeah, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I see, I see the post, like people are like, oh my god, I'm so gassed they're coming back. For real, I didn't even know that, like, they I didn't know we, we checked for them like that kind of thing. No, you know, they had fans like that, they did. I knew, like, I knew they had fans in, like, you know, like Kingston. Or you know what I'm saying to you, uh, like mm. <coughs> no, but because realistically, their song had some 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 form of melody to it, and people, and you got to remember, then our music didn't really hit the charts that, that much, so people hitting the charts and people, it was on radio all the time, so people, it it would resonate as we always said, you know, played music as many times, it resonates in people's heads. Yeah, I can't so, make our people though. So obviously, like I feel like um in like south end and you know we don't you know where i'm getting with this mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. obviously end us like oh my god for like school kids or whatever end us but like in the urban community like now from early in the gram scene like there was always about but i don't remember anyone really being like oh my any of the man them yeah that's what yeah, i'm like, saying but we're our ages no no but, but even younger. like the younger yeah, I guess it used to school. They were in school yeah, then. Yeah, school. that's what I mean. Yeah. That's why I said 28 to 32 now. Yeah. But then they were all in school. Really? So you was in school? In school, <laughs> it's like, I had some bad phases. I had like, <laughs> God damn it, like MC Hammer. Yeah, exactly. But, but, <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Uh-oh. <laughs> like, what is, what is that thing? Uh-oh. Which was uh-oh? Um, was that, that was Talisa's thing, no? What was her, like, she used to sing this ad Nana. Was it? Nah, no, that, no, that, oh, that was his one. Oh, that was his one. Oh, that was his one. Yeah. Anyway, I, yeah, anyway, I can't imagine like little kids in the ghetto. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, like I can't imagine it resonating. But that's yeah, like, that's like kids saying, "I can't remember. I can't imagine them not going. You can't touch this." <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, we what? Are you mad? Are yeah, you that's mad? what Everyone us. Was. But I meant yeah, us at our time. Yeah. But I'm talking about <clears throat> thirty years later. Now, them looking back, they'll be looking at us like the hell. I can't like. I don't know. If, I don't know. I feel like MCM is timeless, B. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's timeless, B. <laughs> nah. nah, I don't think this youth generation <coughs> play MC Hammer. They'll be like, nah, he's timeless. I doubt it. Yeah, I yeah. Doubt it. Who knows? Who knows? Who Michael knows? Jackson's timeless. Well, try it, man. Play some MC Hammer for your daughter and see if she gets some hammer dance. <laughs> see your kids working the hammer dance. See all their friends doing the hammer dance in the next door house party or whatnot. You never know. Oh, uh, did you watch that? Um, Recent YouTube, you know that YouTuber. Did you watch that thing where he uh, tricked the KKK leader into an interview? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Nico. Nico. Um, you know I clock with that. What? It's like his whole thing was, oh my god, guys, I tricked the KKK yeah, by telling exactly. I'm the BBC. He told every fucking person yes. he was from the BBC. Yes. 
for poor dude who is like, oh, this guy is helping drive me around. He's got something wrong with his foot. He's doing that out of the kindness of his heart. No, he thought he was going to be on the BBC. <laughs> you told him you work for the BBC, bro. Do you think we forgot that? My man's driving you all around the plan, all around town thinking, yeah, I'm going to be on mainstream TV or my grand's going to see it. <laughs> He's on YouTube, bro. <laughs> yeah, you're on YouTube. <laughs> but, um... Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought it was. Yeah, he's, he's I, I, Nico's funny. I find he, you know, he goes around and he's funny the way he does it, and right. it makes it um, entertaining. <laughs> um, what he did figure out was that town himself wasn't actually racist. Yeah, no, which I is just, actually yeah. screwed up because the yeah. whole world believes this one town is the most racist, most racist town. Earth, but yeah. there's like a little small part that's just outside the town yeah. of like a hundred people or two hundred people that live in the town. And they're the racist. Yeah, one. they told him for the time he got there. Zinc, zinc. Yeah, he didn't really want to go <laughs> he didn't there. Really want to go there. I know. <laughs> he said, "Good twenty minutes of this documentary." Like, well, everyone keeps saying zinc. zinc. I'm still here, but um, and then I waited till <clears throat> the next day and still went back. He goes, "No, I'm just going to go to the town centre now. Ask some more people and ask some more people." As yeah. soon as he got there, zinc, zinc. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but how can I put it? I thought it was, I thought it was all right, but mm. like. Again, big man thing is like, all right, you got the leader to read out BLM. <laughs> like, I only can be so amused by it kind of thing. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I feel like I should have set fire to something. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, bro. I don't know what I wanted, but I was like, oh, yeah, good. Said, yeah, we got great. him, guys. Yeah. We got him. Yeah. Like, really, it went. Yeah. This is a guy that's been lynching people for years. I know, it's like, like oh, really, let's break it back. down. He's the grand master. He was a grand master of the KKK. Yeah. yeah now old and probably retired, yeah, but in his heyday, yeah, the kind of shit boy. that guy did. Ooh, yeah. Boy. Yeah. So, yeah. BLM <laughs> doesn't really, really do that guy any, nah, exactly. any disservice right exactly. now. You know what I'm saying? So, exactly. anyway, at least now, we, now people know where he is, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, now, <laughs> did you really want... Well, wow, it's what gets my nerves, though, man. Someone go do something for all of these fucking protests and da 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 da. Go do something constructive, innit? Go take out a real target. Don't go to a supermarket, take out 30, 40 people, or go and, you know what I mean? Take out a real target. Man, them, you're feeling frustrated in your ends there. You might be in, in Cali, you might be in Chicago. It might be a bit of a drive for you to get down there, but pull your resources and go and do something constructive for the people. Anyway. Without inciting violence. I don't care because what I don't incite violence because the KKK I'll do it all day. Oh well that's true. But burn, murder, burn. rape, pillage. Yes. Especially for people like this Buffalo shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah, same thing, man. Right. Same thing. Rest in peace to that the people's families, but I'm sorry. To live stream that thing was absolutely disgusting. Well that's what they always do. They the guy in New Zealand live streamed it. That's kinda like It's like their thing now. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not really into the gaming world to kind of know how it all kind of spawned into this this thing. But yeah, it's like... Yeah, that was the one main thing that my missus said yesterday. She said, um, games. Like, these games are really yeah. influencing these kids, man. You fucking see it, though. Like, if you clock, like, when you got out of the car, what blew me, what kind of got me was just, like, lack of hesitation. He got out first. Yeah, was like, there was no hesitation yeah. at all. And it just looked like Call of Duty one of them games, yeah. Grand Theft or one of them games. Yeah. I'm like, bro, so everyone comes down on hip-hop music for the influence and like blames hip-hop for everything in society. What about these fucking games, man? Mm. 
Like, I ain't never seen no one in the end just go out and like just murder 50 people just because, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's reasons people get killed usually, maybe not the best reasons, but this is like a whole different scenario of like twisted psychology. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, how is this not a, a, a big issue? Like, there's never any like reform or anything like kind of put forward in terms of like addressing violence in games or obviously in America, they're not even trying to like stop guns no. being regularly available no. to everybody. Exactly. How does like a little kid like that get hold of so many fucking... So many guns, so yeah. many pa- or powerful machine guns yeah, like that. Yeah, like, man. just... <laughs> Blows my mind. Um, oh, this. And also the Laguna Woods church shooting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just. <laughs> yeah, it's I think there was Filipino people that got shot in there, innit? Yeah, but it's just. I don't know what's going on at the moment. Well, it's America. It's been going on for so long. Remember that they had the South Park parodies where there was like. um. Um, Stan's mum was like disgusted because it's a school shooting and no one else cared because it, it's like every week. So they had like, yeah, desensitized. Yeah, it. in yeah. the background, they had like a school shoot come through and everyone going through the protocol, mm. but the episode is still getting on yeah. kind of thing because it's like, yeah, it's all background now. Everyone desensitized to it. It's the whole kind of fight against legislation of um, for guns there kind of just died down, mm. and yeah. Because money, because guns is money. Guns is money, man. They're still selling. We're still selling guns to Israel. Here, we're still selling guns to everyone. So, um, guns is money for all uh, the Western uh, countries, yeah. really. Yeah. And in America, they run the legislative legislative control because they put pump money into electing officials. Yeah, the NRA is a yeah. big thing over there. Big yeah, massive yeah. thing. Yeah, as they say, big pharma, guns. So and human rights to bear guns. Something else is like the things that really control politics in America. Yeah. On one side, I don't know if you've seen the clip where like the bear is like following these people home. And like no. before, they catch it on the ring doorbell. No, 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 no. I don't see that. No. So like it's Florida again. <laughs> so like if you got bears live running into your fucking driveway, then maybe <laughs> um, you can keep your guns. But yeah, there's got to be some kind of tempering to this thing, man, because it can't just be, like, how it is. Mm. Even in that um, that Nico thing, did you notice there was one bit where you just see there was, like, a kid who was about seven or eight, I don't know. Nico. About the, um, the KKK oh, thing. Oh, the, um, okay, KKK in the, There was a clip, there was a clip in his YouTube where he goes, oh, my shit, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. There was this little kid with a gun, with yeah, a yeah, gun yeah. just strapped to his fingers. Like, yeah. And that's just a normal thing. Yeah, <laughs> that's where yeah, them kind of places there. You get your kids um, firing weapons from early. And, early, yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> Trina hates when I make these stupid noises. But Come on! <laughs> <laughs> just, I just, I just, I just did like, it. Yeah, he just looked at me t- like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, moving on. What's next on the agenda? <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what's going on? Politics and news. Oh, we changed the segment. We need like a whole thing, like a whole spin around thing for changing segments or something. Um, all right, what's 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 in politics this week? Right, one good 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 bit of news apart from pretty pretty pretty, Sadiq Khan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good good good. Oh, hope you feel the score of my stare. <laughs> <laughs> I felt it. Right, Sadiq Khan as um, he's. What is it? Um, he's not created a panel, but he's fa- he's um, found someone to review the legislation on possibly legalizing weed. God damn, that's a go. 
Oh, that sounded like a real research twist. <laughs> it's a topic that's close to my heart. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was in um, it was in America, weren't he? Yeah. Or a couple of weeks. I yeah, think it yeah. was. So, um, yes, but we've got Preeti objecting, saying he doesn't have enough control or power to... Well, yeah, I don't think that's in his jurisdiction. It's not, really. Nah, like, he's, he's the mayor of London. I'm not sure what that actually entitles you to. You can't really... But... Because uh, London doesn't work. Because what he's trying to do is kind of like kind of like an American kind of system where mm. a state a state governor can, for example, because previously state governors legalized weed in their state, yeah, even though it's not yeah, yeah, federally yeah, yeah. legal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what he wants to try and implement. I would assume in but this then, country, they were trying to do that kind of thing, give like local councils more kind of state power control mm. over like their individual areas. Um, but I don't know whether that's something they're still kind of pushing forward with. Mm. I don't know if that's a good idea. But what always freaks me out in America is you can be in one place and it's legal and, and I drive five minutes down the road yeah. into a different state. So it's like, boy, get out the car. Get out the car. <laughs> what is that? Is that marijuana? Like, I can just imagine you had that in this country and you drive too far down the road like you on the M1 or something. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're one of them mud areas. I'll say Middlesbrough because I don't know nothing about Middlesbrough. Sorry, Middlesbrough. (laughs) And then suddenly there's cops that just like on you like. So yeah, I'm not sure like whether individual kind of like council control is a good Mm. thing in this country, but it could have some interesting results. It could have some interesting results. Yeah. But... (laughs) This country is just slightly a little, a little bit too small for it, I think. Possibly. Because I think it works well in America. Well, it, it's had to have worked in America because it's so big. Yeah. And you realistically, you can't just have one rule, even though you do have federal rules, but you can't have one rule for all those yeah. millions and millions of and people. And they were divided, so they are the United States of America. Exactly. There were times different states where exactly. they were part of America. So, yeah. And like, even, come on, even in those small texas countryside kind of places mm. there's certain rules and laws that they have there for example that won't work in the city yeah, yeah see yeah, what i mean yeah. and they have more rules in the city in the city than they do in those places yeah. because they have to so yeah i think over here where obviously we have like a tory government who would kind of use it for the most evil means you would kind of get like more ghettoization i think you'd end up with like a real kind of nice little law for the newly gentrified mm. central london and as you get towards the outskirts, it'll be like, stop and search, ramped up. Ramped and up, yeah. Can't do this, can't do that kind of thing. And those are the areas that their councils have sent everyone from exactly, London. Exactly, yeah. Because they've gentrified London. So exactly, so yeah. It's I just going to be like a trapped would, system. Yeah, I can see how it kind of be used for the mm-hmm. wrong means here. But speaking of stop and search, with this new Preeti Patel bringing back the unrestricted stop and search. Yeah. Well, your, election time, innit? What are your pros and cons to it? Um... I think there's a lot of things she's doing to try and, like, wave some kind of support. It's like, you know when someone is so evil, like, you just don't know how to relate to human beings. So, okay, shit, let's get back on side. All right, send them to Rwanda. Send refugees to Rwanda. Oh, shit, that didn't work. Um, Bring back Stop and Search. Like, I understand, obviously, she wants to be seen as doing something to tackle the the rising knife crime in London, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I always kind of, like, this is, for me, this is like a real divisive topic because I notice that the same people who are like, no, nah, man, don't bring the team back. Three months ago, when it was like everything was about such and such got killed, such and such got stabbed, it was like, no, nah, man, to bring back Stop and Serve yeah. because I don't want my kid being out there and someone's could have this and that and this and that. So 
we can't if we can't really even come to a conclusion as a community then how can we expect someone outside the community to come and give us a legislation which is going to be effective for us mm. i think a lot of these things is like you could be critical but then come up with a better solution yourself yeah true you know what i mean and so my issue is with it right it's not it's the um they've now they're giving more powers to the individual police mm. rather than um being be able to go through che- a little bit of checks and balances before doing certain things right mm-hmm. but now it's just it's gone down to the individual police if well, they it's feel unprovoked so before you had to have a reason for stop and search yeah you had to have grounds now there's no grounds needed mm. so, so yeah in with those kind of you know with those kind of things it for me it leaves room for <coughs> um what's the word i'm looking for not manipulation but for yeah we all know this wanker feds who have a yeah, bad exactly. day and suddenly like hey Come here, <laughs> like, like, hell you up, like, like. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, look at like the other day when I was driving back from here mm. or Dawson, sorry, and they just pounced on my car. No oh yeah, so that reason. day they didn't search you, did they? No. Like now, but like now, now yeah, they, they would will just be yes. fully just search you completely. Yeah, see, yeah, yeah. for so no like, reason whatsoever. Exactly, and I'm not in that that bracket of knife ruling. <laughs> you know what I mean, like. Yeah. So yeah, it's all cool to say yeah we want these things. But when it's in practice and it's used outside of how it should be used, it's going to be a problem. That's how it always is. So, again, we kind of need to find our our own answers in our community, which we have not done to this point. But it's hard to. It's hard because the root root issue of knife crime, I always say, is money, man. (laughs) You know, it's a weird thing. I'm going to throw something real weird at this. So, I remember a time when, like, the main fuckish use were, like, the white kids. Not even like, but there was way more like, this was like the kind of skinhead era. Mm. Um, the 80s. Yeah. And I was kind of, obviously I'm a little, 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 little one then. And I'm looking like, oh, it's like, yo, I wish you man were more like, you know what I mean? You can't deal with these men. Right. Now we've got a, a, <laughs> got a generation where you'll be a brave skinhead to say anything. Mm. Like, man will deal with you, innit? Yeah. Um. So I kind of, I kind of do support, um, like military mindsets in the stage. I support like people being more like um able to confront things and not like I wouldn't want us to go back to being like remember the old thing in the in family guy we had that for eighties black man versus the nineties black man. <laughs> like I wouldn't go back to like the more peaceful black man just like turn the other cheek and that <laughs> we try to find a reason to play that shit. <laughs> um I wouldn't want to go back to that. But um obviously we've got to find a way of um of 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 dealing with it mm. um but yeah like i say man there was a time when i was, I was kind of getting to the point of i think what's coming up now is you're gonna have like all of these um the new afghan albanian ukrainian whoever youths they're gonna be on some real badness yeah because they're coming from war-torn countries exactly so what kind of picture is like getting a whole generation of black kids off of the crud and then suddenly they're kind of like victims I've seen little Timmy on the street. Little Timmy that might have been more militarized like a few years ago mm. with his skinhead dad and whatnot. Little Timmy's now like a victim, like he don't wanna, you know what I mean? Mm. So I don't wanna like um soften us to the point where like other people can now come in and take liberties. 
but obviously, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I get, I get, I, what, you, I I get create, what you're saying. I would, I would create like a Malcolm X kind of academy, and just <laughs> triggering them in all sorts. It's, but you got to give the mind, you got to give the mind, you got to give the mindset with the milit- militarization. True. Um, I would want our youth of today to <laughs> drink green as, tea and live in peace. No, no, no. no. <laughs> uh, it, as, as, see. One thing I'm enjoying more now is within the black community is the entrepreneurial spirit and the financial literacy that's going around within the black community because mm-hmm. that's where I think our future lies. Yeah. So I think the more we teach each other how to be more financial literate, mm. the more we teach each other how to invest, the more we teach each other how to invest more in property and mm. build ourselves up, that's where I see our future is. And no matter how much a militarized, war-torn Afghan or whatever comes in, yeah, money always rules, bro. So you're absolutely right. I think sometimes we need to do these things more quietly as well. I feel like we have, so like the crypto thing, people be making money at crypto for years. Yeah. Like when like sudden, yeah when suddenly like the, the community everybody fucking knows about crypto social now. media like once in there like dancing with the crypto dancing and shit it becomes a big big thing and what happens the powers of be crash crypto yeah black rock buy out the team and sell it off again and <laughs> so like yeah sometimes i feel like we need to be more quiet in how we're doing things and not turn things into like a massive trend because things with trends is they peak they peak and they, and drop. they drop yeah yeah so let's not make it trend based or make it more of a cultural thing to like invest in the right things. Mm. Um, Cause we can, we pretty much got enough, um, enough clout behind us to shape a market. So we also by like jumping on things in a very trend based way and then jumping off them because we don't understand them. We crash markets and create them at the same time. Yeah. And if we learn to utilize that, we could really We can really manipulate the market. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so there's not too many groups of moving a solidarity like black people do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. That is one. Even though they say we're very divided. Yeah. Yeah. But our mindset is Misanoma, man, because yeah. you're not calling <laughs> Russia versus Ukraine white on white war, are we? <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like Israel and Palestine been killing each other like for years, a white or brown conflict, but we're not like, oh my god, these crazy white and whites and white and browns and shit. No. Maybe it was like Nigeria and Ghana, it would be like, oh, oh good, what's god, wrong with what's Africans? Wrong with black people, black yeah, or black man. crime. But yeah. um yeah, we are very unified in our mindset in, in a lot of things. Um yeah. which is not but then they don't I feel like they do that and and um portray that information that there's black on black crime and we're not when we're very divided because they want to keep us divided yeah. if that makes sense you yeah. know but i feel like yeah, the total perpetu- opposite i feel like the perpetuation of those kind of stigmas definitely keeps us divided and i feel like there's no way i'm not the smartest guy in the world well, I could work these things out. There's no way these men with all their education and done red Machiavellian, um, the Republic and all these things and don't have a concept of what they're doing and the steps that they're taking psychologically. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. And then we've got our leader. Our leader See, joins... We, we, this is the voices we're talking about. Yeah, man, I like just... just, Are just, you just like, you do like the voices, yeah. Mate, let me tell you something, yeah? If you meet me at work... 
my voice is a completely I could I could be on the phone to one person. Alright, right? so you want me and to do you want me to bring this my up? My voice could be completely different. I could be on the phone to the next person. I have a very um what's the word? Mimicky uh I do that, I do that a lot. Like I switch accents all the time just because yeah. it's fun to. But what I did notice was like um like you know with black people like obviously at work you gotta like have your work voice. Um, your non-threatening voice. <laughs> I was saying to him with the phone rang the other day. I was like, "Are you are you presenting on CBBC right now?" <laughs> My man went from talking normally to, "Oh, hello." Well, <laughs> yes, that's great. I was like, "Who who is this?" I'm <laughs> like, talking to a seventy-year-old woman. You got to, you know what I mean. You have to. Yeah, see, I probably scare her. <laughs> exactly. <that>. <laughs> <laughs> But like, yeah, no, it's it's like a thing that we do. Everyone's got like a different work voice. Yeah. Um, but look, is that only in the black community? I feel like it is. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I've, yeah. Um, I think people have different work well, views. Not black community. It's in the minority community because what do I Asians? would say Asians? Yeah, Asians because they, they, yeah. they have a different voice at work. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Really. Like how what how how do they talk differently from work to home? Everyone, I'm sure they do. Every they've got an accent at home. I'm sure they come into work and they English, British Britify it. Maybe that is a question for our Asian I'm friends. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, hit us <laughs> up in the comments. Let us know. Do you lot put on different accents? Do you take part of your own like home accent out to kind of make it more British? Like I've noticed, like I've got Asian friends where like. They just switched their name to like Jimmy. Like and your name's Imran. Oh Jahinda. Yeah, your name's Jahinda and your name's suddenly like Tom. And you're like, what the fuck? But, but I'm we not gonna I will be real. We all do it. Nah, you yeah, no, nah, I don't know. Well, you, like Caribbeans don't necessarily do it as much because you have Yeah, we have we have English five names. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Yeah. Africans do it because yeah, our names yeah. aren't easy to pronounce. Yeah. In the and, English Are you man one white girls in clubs? Mm. Asian youths and Africans. I'm so put out there. A lot of you, a lot of it came from basically. Even I've got if, a lot of Asian friends if, who claim to be Brazilian. Look, even if we wanted youngest. a Caribbean girl, a black girl in a club, yeah, yeah you, do the, you still yeah, do the same thing. So there's, yeah. let's not, let's not just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, do, 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 yeah, Dr. I mean, Umar, Dr. Umar slander. <laughs> so, yeah, because like Caribbean, oh my God. God, come on, man! I grew up in the '90s when Caribbean girls used to look at us Africans like we were we were dirt on the bottom of their shoe. That's a mad thing, still. Yeah, you know? I'm saying, like, my brother said something that's so fucking like resonated so much, and it's terrible. I miss Dennis is talking about like um when he first come over, mm. and the most racism he got was from like the Caribbean. Yeah. And I was, was like, oh bro. shit, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I had a lot. I had a lot of jokes. <laughs> I had a lot of jokes. So, yeah, nah, definitely, man. That's why, like, I'm so pro-African now. <laughs> trying, like, <laughs> that was the most racism that I ever experienced yeah. as in the 90s. It was from the fellow Caribbeans. Yeah. Like, straight and up. And it's weird, because we looked at it, like, where we were, like, like black, you look kind of, we feel like, kind of came over on a thing where, like, oh, the white man can do no wrong. Are you rebellious Caribbeans? Ah, everything is wrong with you. <laughs> so... Already we come from a stance of okay, well you're kind of you're kind of like on some Uncle Tommy kind of thing, but we're doing the same kind of shit because we're like just judging you like oh, yeah. uh, what's the accent? What's the African? It what the fuck? Imagine thing. yeah, imagine yeah. imagine now saying 
yeah. African booty scratch or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's a madness. So we was in a real fucked up mindset in the 90s as well. But then it's it stems from... So it, I, I, it, it's like a... What is it? A pecking, a pecking order. So mm. obviously you Caribbeans came over and you came into a white country, yeah? Mm. So you guys had to fight your pecking order, yeah? Mm. And then the Africans came over and you're not going to let these Africans... Over, overtake you in the pecking order. I don't think it's a order thing because you, you, you don't weren't even, like from my point of view, obviously for the kids our age, you look just integrated with us. Like as far as I know, I didn't know half my friends are African until like the Nigeria rise came <laughs> and then suddenly you man weren't Jamaican no more. Like, but like you weren't just integrated with us. It was like the oldest, they was like on a completely, weren't like, oh, they're kind of overtaking. It was on some completely different mindset. Like, um, Yo, yeah, it's just like, you know, you got like stopped by African man on the train as the train conductor. They feel like, ah, what is wrong with you? That's a respect for your life. Like, maybe no, no, kind, no kind of brotherly thing. You got stopped by a black man before. Black man full stop. It's going to give you a little bit of blight. But African man was not going to give you no kind of blight. Like, he took himself outside of the realm of being a black man. It was like, ah. No, but that's that's a cultural thing because exactly. Africans yeah. are so very was, much like that. Exactly. So our understanding when we were first like, Having that happen was like, it's like, huh? It's, it's, what, what do you mean? What do you mean? I have no respect for myself and you're taking me to see the boss. We don't understand what's going on. So it's already like, oh, you've man or some different thing. So mm. it wasn't a thing like it was competitive over like, like cultural, um, cultural prosperity. Mm. Whereas like now it's more a case of say like African culture might have taken over West Indian cultures like the predominant black culture in this country. That weren't even what we're looking at at that time there because it weren't even close to happening. <laughs> you, you thought, know what you I mean? thought it weren't close to happening. It weren't. It weren't. It was like 30 years back. No, yeah, of course. Yeah. Like in the mindset, it definitely wasn't. But it, it did over time. Yeah. Um, but it's funny though because obviously over time, more Caribbeans started finding more about their African uh, about their African roots and well this is another ironic thing as yeah. well so most of us well I was through my um through my parentage my lineage like real people who kind of show you that like where you came from so as much as we all knew where we came from mm. we weren't like a Caribbean as a Caribbean person you're very much aware politically and geographically more than like other kids around you you instantly have more of awareness because you have to. So we have to take on board things other people don't take on board. So we know where we come from originally because we know the whole fucking story. <laughs> um, but it was still, and maybe that led to some of the resentment. Maybe there was still some kind of deep-seated psychological mm. resentment <laughs> of like, oh, you lot sold us. You lot sold us or, yeah, yeah et cetera. Or whatever it was. But um, we knew where we were coming from, but it still didn't stop man from being like, oh, African booty scratcher. Mm. You know? No, yeah. But the same man was still turned around the next day of his fucking arm. Um, remember when I had like the Nefertiti necklace? Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And still kind of proclaim yeah, like his yeah. pro Africanness, but like we still <laughs> turn around and say that. Yeah, so. Yeah. It was a, yeah, it's a weird thing. We kind of like held to Africa a past, but not so much the African culture that we were seeing around us mm. at that time. So, okay. Do you, as a person, right? Uh, I have this conversation sometimes. So I, I say to people, okay, me, I know, like actually know my whole kind of family lineage, where they came from, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. right? Um, you know, I'm sure you do, yeah, to an extent, yeah? 
um, I have this question about Americans that obviously they don't, right? And they, I, I always say that we can never compare, as blacks, yeah, we can never compare ourselves to the American blacks, Caribbean blacks to an extent as Africans who came from Africa, were born in Africa and came over to a to this country. Mm. Um do you feel do you feel that that same way? I don't know, you switch like we're kind of with three ways of that. Um so um nah, nah obviously it is it is different. Um so cause you can't start saying as blacks we can't refer to the American black. What you meant was like your um as in yeah sorry yeah, uh, yeah so, Africans yeah, yeah no, different. I've got that yeah. yeah so um we definitely no nah, it, is, it is different it is it is different um very different I I kind of wonder from your point of view obviously in the West a lot of the kind of like the image of blackness is based on the diasporic story so when you talk about the groundwork the framework of being black a lot of things are gonna be like things you can't relate to like you say you've not got the slave history mm-hmm. you've not got the um. A lot of things that kind of came along with it, like, um, are not going to be relatable for you. Mm. So, I would have been more like, like for you, how did you kind of find that? Because obviously, Grand West, that was a predominant culture of black people. So, um, yeah, it wasn't like a thing, like, yeah, it was kind of like what we, what we grew up as known as black culture, and then your thing was like something different. Um, like I kind of alluded to before, maybe deep down we kind of looked at that as like being, oh, okay, well, you're part of the enemy or whatever yeah, it was. But yeah. Um, yeah, like how did you find that? How do you find, even to this day, because a lot of stories now still going on, like say the reparations thing, you might get deep into the reparations um, storyline and like be like, oh, yeah, we deserve reparations. But, and then realize, like, oh, shit, shit, you ain't getting nothing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not getting nothing. And really, anything, I could sue your family because I might find out that you <laughs> lot fucking sold us. Do you know what I'm, I'm saying? saying? Like, it's, yeah, it's such a, it is such a difference. Like, when we really break it down. Um, but I've always looked on, looked on, I, I don't know, I say I've always looked on certain black issues from the outside. Mm. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, <laughs> that's it. interesting. That's interesting, right? Yeah. yeah but, I've, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but I got see I can because like I say we had this thing where our constant thing is like you just have never seen racism, you never yeah. experienced racism, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I mean, even I say it to my white friends, they'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how? Like, it's, they've been with black people and seen racism all the time, kind of. Thing. See, that's so, another thing, right? So my, I can be with my girl, mm. and she can see racism happening towards me. Oh yeah, nah, yeah. That's I'm not gonna ask you think it's still. That's like you are one of those like it's it's a good thing in the sense of like half, um, glass half full. But I feel like sometimes a man could be like saying, "Oh yeah, fucking um, oh yeah, you know Africa's fucking oh they don't they smell?" And, like it would sometimes no. be like. You'd be like, oh yeah, yeah. No, no, that's, that's too specific. Yeah, no, that's way too specific. Not the best example. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, things could happen. No, and you wouldn't even, even realize it looks, because just, just even slight looks. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. She's like, that person's looking at you. For, yeah. No, that, they're not. They're not. So I wonder about that. So obviously, from a point, it's like it's good because you're not noticing it, so it's not an issue. But from a point like me, I couldn't stand that because 
I don't like no one doing nothing. I feel like they got like the little, like right, little, like he's done something. Like, let me give you a let it go example. kind of thing. We all went camping what two years ago, camping in Amsterdam. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. We did a big camping trip. Now, where we went to the campsite in Amsterdam, it was full of Germans and all these other people, all these European kind of families. Yeah, right. So when we drove through, what twelve black, twelve black people driving through with our music, setting up our camp, Andrew. First thing, he's like, raw, I don't like the way these people are looking at us. I don't like the way people... Mm. Me? For me personally, I'm like, I, I, I didn't see the way these people are looking at us because as soon as I got there, the guy across the road is asking me whether I need any help or if I, whether I need anything. And we're just chatting. And he's like, Andrew... But Andrew's seeing something completely different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah see what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And, and you know what? Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I'm with friends who are like so paranoid about... I don't think everything's racist. I've got like a real different view on that. So I'm with friends who sometimes are so paranoid about it. I'm I'm in your shoes where I'm like, bro, like, nah, like we can literally, there can be a type of white man, just like yeah. a certain type of white look and anything he look, he says, <laughs> they're going to deem it as being racist. He could be like, oh, mate, yeah, I love you. And they're like, it's racist white man. <laughs> I'm like, fucking up, but it's lit. Oh, man, it's, it's cool. But like some people have got it so geared into yeah. their head that everything is racist. I try to keep a balance in it. And I try to like, that's why I take on board like your thing of if I've not been kind of indoctrinated into racism from so early, would I assume everything is racist? I only got to the point where I don't assume everything's racist like in later years. As a kid, my teenage years, you everything, everything was racist. But I couldn't I couldn't work jobs in my fucking no, from it, like it was hard it was kind of racist every it day. It was, man. but even certain things now I look back and think, nah, he weren't racist at all, he was mad cool. Mm. But just cause I the way you look, unless you've got like something about you like a straight wigger proclamation, mm. like a gold chain and a do-rag, then I would probably think you're racist at that time. And anything you said was gonna be an issue. Mm. Anything. So like for me, I grew up zero to eight years old in a black country where everyone was black. Yeah. There is no racism. Yeah. So uh, that's how I grew up as a child. I was me the first school I went to, this is infant school. They told me, um, I remember my first, my first memories, like infant school, it was like, I couldn't play, um, what do you call that thing? Um, tag. Freeze tag, yeah. Like, no, black kids, no black kids touching me. <laughs> so not real talk. I had to sit on the fucking playground by the fucking, um, by the climbing frame, just watching these black kids go and play, go on, what times it Mr. Wolf and freeze tag and all that shit. So that was like my first two years of school. Mm. So, and then even babysitters after school, they wouldn't let the fucking like, they wouldn't, in, they wouldn't interact with a black kid. It was like so fucking prevalent from like, because parents are putting the kids mm. age so young. So, um, so yeah, my whole thing was deeply steeped to racism. By the time 